Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So I've been following uh, our next guest on uh, Twitter for a while. I got in touch with her a few days ago, and Hannah Lyubikova has very kindly agreed to go on the air with us. It's 10.30 in the evening where Hannah is in uh, Lithuania. Lithuania, one of the Baltic states, could be in the sights of Vladimir Putin once He's satisfied that, uh, and I hope he never gets to that point, once he says to his own satisfaction, he's handled the situation in Ukraine. Um, Hanna Lyubikova is Belarusian, but she's covered Ukraine and Belarus for the uh, Voice of Europe. Um, and she joins us, as I said, from uh, Lithuania. Hanna, thank you very much for joining us. This must be excruciatingly difficult for you personally to watch this. Uh, yes, this is true indeed. I mean, this is not comparable to what uh, Ukrainians uh, have been going through in the past days, and actually since the uh, war in Ukraine started in Donbass, in this eastern part of Ukraine. Yet, I would say that having um, saying that basically Lukashenko, the dictator who claims um, uh, leadership over my country, Belarus, is basically helping Russia, the Kremlin, Putin to launch this attack, to continue this invasion, um, is uh, hard indeed. Because, well, um, Belarus is a peaceful nation. Uh, Belarusians never wanted a war. They never launched a war against um, uh, any nation, especially our neighbor, uh, Ukraine. And many of us have their families in uh, in Ukraine. Many people fled for Ukraine, right, because uh, they feared prosecution in Belarus. So this is, uh, for many of us, is a second home. And now we are seeing Russian tanks, um, Russian armored vehicles and soldiers basically coming through the territory of Belarus. And the capital, Kiev, the capital of Ukraine, is right, um, well, not far from the border with Belarus, right? So basically, this attack on the capital is uh, coming from the territory of, territory of my country. Yes. You have posted quite a few videos to your Twitter account, Hanna dot, or Hanna, at Hanna Lyubikova. When you, when you see what the Ukrainian military and the Ukrainian people are doing, are you uh, are you surprised at how well they're holding out against the Russians because they were initially given no chance? Well, uh, Ukraine is obviously much smaller, and the Ukrainian army is much smaller than the Russian one. But uh, to be honest, to the uh, well, till the last moment, I thought that Putin uh, would not launch this attack because this is a completely different situation. To Crimea that was um, enacted um, in uh, uh, well years ago, right after the uh, revolution in Ukraine, so 2014, right. So um, now this is uh, the whole country standing up against Russia, against the Russian army, defending itself, and that's a completely different story. They also were preparing for this because they uh, expected that uh, some attack might uh, happen. Uh, at some point. So um, I would say that while Russian soldiers are being sent to Ukraine, and I assume that many of them did not want this war themselves, right, we see a nation that has to defend itself and has to be brave and strong and kind of show that uh, they are ready to fight. 
Yeah. There are many Russians who have very close ties to Ukraine. As you just said, your country, Belarus, very close ties, people to people, families to family. So we have these situations in Russia where many Russians have family and friends in in Ukraine. They've already started a protest, which is very chancy, given uh, Mr. Putin's dislike for anybody who stands up to him. Do you have a sense that Russians will, over the next short period of time, begin to protest in larger numbers? Is that likely to happen? What's your, what's your sense on that? I hope they would come out to the streets and protest. Obviously, these, um, uh, on the same day, these protests were happening in Russia, like in 40 cities. Uh, this is quite a large number. Uh, but then the number of repressions is also high. Um, let's remember that this is uh, not a democratic country where you can openly express your opinion. So many people might be scared, but it does not mean that they are supporting Putin in this. Another issue is Russian propaganda. So now we see that many websites um, of independent media are being blocked because they call the war as it is. And Russians, like the regime, the Kremlin is calling it um, some sort of a military operation uh, in Ukraine. So so these websites are being blocked. People are being arrested for um kind of um, protesting this war. Uh, some prominent people in Russia um, also said that they are against this. Um, and let's see where it goes, because, well, this, I think, anti-war movement would grow in Russia. At the same time, you know, there is propaganda. But if I may add something, I, I would say that in Belarus, uh, the, majority, the majority of people, the population is against the regime, is against Lukashenko, and is against the war. And what we're seeing now is that even uh, people who just posted comments are being arrested uh, because they posted comments against uh, the war. So this is uh, even a harsher situation, I would say. The repressions there are even harsher. But it's really important to explain to the world that Lukashenko helps Putin, not Belarusians, not the people are helping um, the Russian army to attack, to invade Ukraine. It's more or less or more than less a dictatorship in Belarus. Now, as a journalist, we've been seeing numbers and suggestions about the numbers of Russian soldiers who've been killed or captured. We've heard stories about uh, Russian fighter jets being shot down, Russian transport planes with paratroopers in them being shot down. Do you have a sense of that? Are you hearing any stories, have any evidence of what the Ukrainian army or the Ukrainian military is inflicting as far as damage on the Russians is concerned? So the Ukrainian army uh, is saying that they um, either captured or killed around 3,000 Russian servicemen. Uh, then there, there is information about tanks and um, military and like armored vehicles, hundreds of them being basically destroyed, crashed in uh, the country. Um, and it's uh, these sort of um, the only, I would say, official information that we have, because Russians are now denying any casualties uh, from their side, which is uh, which cannot be true, because we actually see many of these ta- tanks, many. Um, of these, uh, even jets, right? Many of these armored vehicles being destroyed. And indeed, we see some um, also, well, uh, let's say that, well, that people on the streets, right? So Ukrainians are fighting back. Uh, but Russians, uh, the Kremlin is actually denying that they have any casualties. And I would say that they are shooting themselves in the foot because, well, if mothers, if parents of these soldiers would uh, would, would know about this, they, they would actually say to the world that our 
uh, children died there. So this information cannot be hidden. This information would come out, and um, this might also provoke reactions from Russia. So why are we sending our troops, our people, our men to this war? We don't want this war. So this might provoke um, some some negative uh, reactions with the Kremlin. Okay, one more question for you today. You're going to join us again tomorrow at the beginning of the program and tell us your impression of the last 24 hours. But uh, the Baltic countries, the three Baltic countries, and you're in one of them, Lithuania, they are reacting, they're responding. What are they doing? How are they preparing? Here in Lithuania, the state of emergency was announced uh, on Thursday, exactly when uh, this invasion started. So uh, there are some preparations to to this, I would say. Well, they also closed the sky for um, Russian airplanes, aircraft here in the country. All three Baltic states, basically. Uh, There are also some uh, help to Ukraine, to the Ukrainian army uh, that uh, uh, the Baltic countries announced. Um, and also, well, the EU is helping, right? I would say that uh, if you ask me whether here people, Lithuanians, are expecting the Russian army to come, uh, obviously the risks are much higher than with, even with Ukraine, because, well, Lithuania uh, and other Baltic countries are NATO countries. So that's, uh, there is a difference here. And for the Kremlin, the costs are much higher of invasion um, on, on Baltic states, I would say. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.